Good morning. Welcome to our worship on this Palm Sunday. A key aspect to Palm Sunday are palm crosses. You may find yourself without one this morning, but don't worry. I hope that you saw my email message yesterday and have come prepared with your own palm cross. During our act of worship this morning, I will be inviting you to hold your cross in the palm of your hand as we pray for the church and for the world. Another aspect that is key to Palm Sunday is our church procession. Beginning at Bell Street Car Park, we gather together and symbolically recreate Jesus' journey into Jerusalem by walking along the street, following the cross and holding high our palm crosses while singing, ride on, ride on in majesty. Whilst we cannot gather together, but we can walk individually or as a family, why not turn that walk into a walk prayer walk and or maybe a walk of faith? When you go for a walk, even just around the block, pray for your neighbours and those who live and work in Sawbridgeworth. Perhaps even take the cross that you hold today with you. Dear friends in Christ, during Lent we have been preparing by works of love and self-sacrifice for the celebration of our Lord's death and resurrection. Today we come together without physically coming together to begin this solemn celebration in union with the church throughout the world. Christ enters his own city to complete his work as our saviour, to suffer, to die and to rise again. Let us go with him in faith and love so that united with him in his suffering we may share his risen life. Before we begin, make sure you are sitting comfortably. I'm now going to light a candle and invite you to do the same, reminding us that we are in God's presence. presence of the living God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us pray. True and humble King, hailed by the crowd as Messiah, grant us the faith to know that know and love you, that we may be found beside you on the way of the cross which is the path of glory. Amen. Amen. 
for our Bible reading, which is going to be read by Richard, who is uh, here accompanying me on this journey of worship this morning. I ask you to make sure you are sitting comfortably, perhaps to breathe slowly and deeply and notice your breath, and to ask God to speak to you through the passage you're about to, about to hear. The reading is from Matthew's Gospel, chapter 21. When they had come near Jerusalem and had reached Bethphage at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go into the village ahead of you, and immediately you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, just say this, The Lord needs them, and he will send them immediately. This took place to fulfil what had been spoken through the prophet, saying, Tell the daughter of Zion, Look, your king is coming to you, humble and mounted on a donkey, and on a colt, the foal of a donkey. The disciples went and did as Jesus had directed them. They brought the donkey and the colt and put their cloaks on them, and he sat on them. A very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road, and others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. The crowds that went ahead of him and that followed were shouting, Hosanna to the son of David! Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest heaven. When he entered Jerusalem, the whole city was in turmoil, asking, Who is this? The crowds were saying, This is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth in Galilee. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. Today is Palm Sunday and the beginning of Holy Week. It was on this day that Jesus climbed on a donkey and rode into Jerusalem in a way that is called the triumphant entry in order to be king, which sounds quite like fun, doesn't it? Well, actually, maybe it's not so much fun. If I tried to drive a Rolls Royce with little flags on the bonnet into the gates of Buckingham Palace and declare myself to be Queen of England, I would probably end up in prison. I would certainly end up in a lot of trouble. When Jesus rode into Jerusalem on a donkey, he did it to fulfil the words of Zechariah. Rejoice greatly, O daughter Zion. Sing aloud, O daughter Jerusalem. Lo, your king comes to you, triumphant and victorious is he, humble and riding on a donkey, 
on a colt, the foal of a donkey. Jesus did it knowing that it was not the normal thing to do. He did it knowing that every Jewish person would know what it meant, that he was the Messiah. Jesus, we know, was doing something very special when he rode the donkey into Jerusalem. The disciples recognised this, and so too did the crowds. Jesus must have loved the occasion. It was all going so well. So that is something to celebrate, isn't it? Except I suspect that Jesus may have had tears in his eyes and a lump in his throat when he rode that donkey into Jerusalem. Because Jesus knew that it meant he would be arrested and killed and if he was, go was in any doubt of that as he rode into the city, he would have become aware of it when he was met by the Pharisees who told him, tell this crowd to shut up and stop it. Jesus is about to suffer. Let's just think about that for a moment. There are a number of mysteries that I think God invites us to wrestle with. One of them is the mystery of suffering. I am not sure how easy it is to get to the bottom of that. Jesus rides into Jerusalem to suffer. It is hard for us to grasp. However much we question suffering, we know that it is true and you have perhaps suffered in isolation in the past few days. Others have suffered the loss of a loved one. Others have suffered themselves the terrible illness that is coronavirus. Others suffer in all manner of different ways around the globe, many of which we don't have time to talk about in the news nowadays, but it is still happening. We know that the world is not as it should be. We know it could be better. Something has gone wrong. We know this because God has given us a sense of what is right and what is wrong. We know this because God has revealed the potential of a perfect creation. And we find on those occasions when the rocks do cry out, like in the perfect blue sky that catches us by surprise, as it has done on a few occasions this past week, despite the suffering. We question suffering, but we know it is real. If redemption is to happen, then it must deal with the depths of suffering and pain. So God comes down, all the way down. 
As Jesus rode into Jerusalem, I suspect that he didn't think, this is great, people think I am a king, and they're all laying down palms and cloaks before me. Jesus knew exactly what was going on. He was coming all the way down to begin the end of suffering. Before we turn to our prayers of intercession, let us sit quietly and think of the things we need to lay before God, the things that are important and precious to you. And take your palm cross and hold it in your hands. In the power of the Spirit and in union with Christ, let us pray to the Father. The response to let us pray to the Lord is, Lord, have mercy. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord have, have mercy. We stand with Christ in his suffering for forgiveness for the many times we have denied Jesus. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord have, have mercy. For grace to seek out those habits of sin which mean spiritual death and by prayer and self-discipline to overcome them. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord have, have mercy. For Christian people, that through the suffering of disunity, there may grow a rich union in Christ. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have, have mercy. mercy. For those who make laws, interpret them and administer them, that our common life may be ordered in justice and mercy. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord have, have mercy. For those who still make Jerusalem a battleground, Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. 
for those who have the courage and honesty to work openly for justice and peace. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord have, have mercy. For those in the darkness and agony of isolation, that they may find support and encouragement. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord have, have mercy. For those who, weighed down with hardship, failure or sorrow, feel that God is far from them. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord have, have mercy. For those who are tempted to give up the way of the cross. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord have, have mercy. That we, with those who have died in faith, may find mercy in the day of Christ. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord have, have mercy. mercy. Holy God, holy and strong, holy and immortal, have mercy upon us. We hold in prayer our concerns over coronavirus. Keep us, good Lord, under the shadow of your mercy. Sustain and support the anxious. Be with those who care for the sick and lift up all who are brought low, that we may find comfort knowing that nothing can separate us from your love in Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. We are now going to gather as one in an act of spiritual communion. Please join in with me at home. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen.
standing at the foot of the cross, let us pray with confidence as our Saviour has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. May the Father, who so loved the world that he gave his only Son, bring us by faith to his eternal life. Amen. May Christ, who accepted the cup of sacrifice in obedience to the Father's will, keep us steadfast as you walk with him the way of the cross. Amen. Amen. May the Spirit who strengthens us to suffer with Christ, that we may share his glory, set our minds on life and peace. Amen. Amen. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you and all those whom you love, now and forever. Amen. Amen.